Oh, man. Uh, this is great. So I had invited Delaware D uh, attorney Ted Kedla, who's also um, a member of the bar of the District of Columbia. So D.C., New York, Delaware. And he has practiced law in federal courts. I reached out to him, asked, could you help us understand the, you know, both sides of this Judge Chutkin saying to Trump, you cannot talk about the case. And Republicans and, and Trump are saying, oh my gosh, uh, this has never happened before. He's running for president and he can't talk about this. Uh, let me get to some language in the case, uh, Ted, and we're going to get right to you in just a second. It won't take but 30 seconds. In this order from the judge, this gag order against Trump, it reads, this order shall not be construed to prohibit defendant Trump from making statements criticizing the government generally, including the current administration of the Department of Justice, statements asserting that defendant is innocent of the charges against him, or that his prosecution is politically motivated, or statements criticizing the campaign platforms or policies of defendant's current political rivals, such as former Vice President Pence. It does say that uh, he cannot be saying anything damaging or uh, negative or potentially driving somebody else to threaten potential witnesses, prosecutors, court staff, etc. So, unprecedented gag order, is it unfair to Trump, or is it reasonable? That's why I reached out to Ted Kittle because he actually is an expert in this realm. Ted, thanks for being on, man. How are you? Hey, it's good to talk to you, Rick. Good morning to everybody. It's, so. good. it's good to have you talk to me. <laughs> so. yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. All right. So not everybody says that to me, Rick. So there you go. Of course not. You're an so. attorney, and you work on some pretty big cases. As a matter of fact, what was the most recent uh, big national case you worked on? Well, I was I was involved. I was representing the House Ways and Means Committee uh, with respect to uh, the Hunter Biden case, and so we submitted an amicus brief in the uh, in the district court before uh, Judge uh, Noriega. And uh, so we had we had a big dust up about that. Um, that case, uh, I, I, I don't know exactly where that is right now. So mm -hmm. as, as, as far as it goes, I don't know if I can talk about it. Oh, um, no, that's that's are... fine. You know, what we know about Judge yeah. Noriega, she's, uh, of course, here in Delaware and brilliant. In fact, I've read from yeah, many, yeah. Uh, many legal experts on legal blogs that she caught something in that case that other judges might not have caught. And that would be just basically uh, protection, immunity from future uh, charges and prosecutions in things that may not even be related to what was going on with Hunter and blew up the entire uh, plea deal and all. And, it was, and it's because uh, she's so, well, again, brilliant. So She's off the charts smart. There's no doubt about it. Um, I, I worked with her when she was in, in private practice, um, and I've done trials in front of her. She is a very quick study. And so um, she's a very fair judge, too. She'll call him right down the middle. And that's what she did. So she's excellent, excellent jurist. I'm, I'm very pleased to have her on the bench. So let's get to Judge Chutkin's unprecedented gag order on Trump. Mm -hmm. uh, the pros and the cons, I guess, start with whatever side you like, and then perhaps uh, the other side. 
Well, I'm going to try to call it down the middle on this one because um, it's it's complicated. I I have had um, a very high profile criminal <clears throat> criminal defendant um, being subject to a gag order before um, on a case that I worked on, and um, it's they, they can be very very difficult to deal with um, these these gag orders. Uh, first of all, I, you know the, the reason why people put these gag orders in place is because. Uh, there's an argument that you don't need the media, your case tried in the media. That's the same sort of rule that sort of restricts what I can say about cases. There's an ethical rule that I, I can't sit there and talk about a case that I have going on um, and, and, and essentially try it in the media. Um, and the reason why is because they want to have a, uh, a, a fair process. And, and a lot of times, you know, I'm, I'm sympathetic to judges that are trying to call the balls and the strikes in the court. You know, they want a, a, a fair process. Um, it's actually, there's an old case, uh, Nebraska Press Association versus Stewart that sort of talks about the idea of whether or not, you know, a, a newspaper could, could you know, publish confessions and, and, and that sort of thing for an ongoing criminal case. Um, so it's, it's, it's understandable that you want to have a fair process. You, you don't want the jury to be impacted. You don't want the jury pool to be tainted. Um, that's why you have venue changes at times, because if there's so much press coverage and you can't find a fair jury pool, um, that's that's it's very, very difficult. And, and, and it's it's hard on the defendant as well. This one's a little bit different. And this is the one that I'm 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 very concerned about. We, we have somebody who is a known um, uh uh, public person who who speaks who's known for speaking very boldly, very loudly, uh, getting his message out there. He uses Twitter. He has these massive rallies, um, and the idea here is because he's a criminal defendant, they're 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 subjecting him to the same sort of gag rules that would prevent the person from um, a defendant from being able to go out there and 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 hold a uh, a press conference on the on the courthouse steps. Now I'm I'm concerned about that because the judge's order here, um, you know, she's trying to um, weave a very very sort of you know narrow thread through this, and um, the issue is whether or not he's going to be able to talk about uh, you know January 6th. Is he going to be able to talk about? Uh, Biden, um, President Biden being um, somebody that he disagrees with, somebody that he that he believes is unfairly uh, manipulating the system. Um, my my concern here is that she has carved out various areas that he can talk about. And it's and it's very narrow. It's very narrow what he can talk about, what he can say. So that means he's going to be monitored every time he says something or posts something. He's going to be monitored. And I have seen this play out before where essentially, uh, you know, I don't know if you've watched uh, European soccer. The idea that comes that comes to mind is, is the idea of flopping on the field. Oh, yeah. Um, you, have a soccer, yeah. you have a soccer player that runs up kicks at somebody and the guy falls over on the field grabbing his leg in agony <laughs> yeah. rolling around yeah the ref comes over there and you know yellow cards him for doing that now 
that's essentially my my view on it is that's going to be the federal government in this case. They are going to flop um, and they are going to say that anything he says has violated that order. Um, so if he speaks too boldly about something, they're going to come running in there and say, hey, you 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 just you just broke this order. I'm going to seek to hold you in contempt. And that's the that's the problem that you run into this is that essentially the judge has set up a rule for herself and she's got to show strength in the courtroom. So what what's what's she going to do? I well, mean, is she going to say, well, 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 let me let me interrupt yeah. here and give the, uh, yeah, go the ahead. Give, give an opposing uh, view here just for the sake of conversation here. I mean, as I mentioned at the very beginning, she says, um, hey, I'll just say Trump. She doesn't say Trump. She says the defendant, et cetera. But um it, do, it doesn't prevent him from making statements criticizing the government generally, including the current administration, and say, oh, this administration is prosecuting me uh, unfairly and wrongly. Apparently, uh, he can do that. It's right there. What, uh, what she is saying is that uh, the defendant, Trump, has made uh, statements attacking individuals involved in the judicial process, potential witnesses, right. prosecutors, court staff, things like that. And uh, and what happens is that particular individuals involved in it are called liars or thugs, uh, deserve death. That's uh, her own words right there. And that people have been threatened. So so it doesn't seem right. to be that narrow to me. So help me understand why it's so narrow if it seems to me like it's very narrow as to whom uh, he cannot talk about. Well, first of all, there's always a rule against intimidating witnesses. So you can't you can't have somebody say, well, I was exercising my free speech and I told the guy that if he testified in the case, I would have his legs broken. That's just that doesn't work. So there's 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 limits on everything. What does it mean if 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 somebody stands up and said, you know, um, he stands up at a at a rally and says, I really think that this guy is is. Um, uh, uh, prosecuting me unfairly, I think that this prosecutor should be thrown out of office. Well, you're 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 threatening his livelihood. I mean, where does where does that stop? You say I think that this guy is a crook. Um, well, you know, it, w w why do you say that? Or I think he's a thug. I mean, these are th th you start to draw these lines here, and yes, judges have to draw lines all the time. They really do, and there there comes a point in time when you have to draw a line. But you know, speech speeches given by Trump are free willing. They get up there, and uh, he he gets up there, and he sort of appears to speak from 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 you know shoot from the hip yeah. for everything he says. What's going to happen if he gets carried away and somebody at a rally starts to, to, to say, you know, you know, uh, starts to yell something uh, about Pence like they were yelling on January 6th? I mean, is that going to that? Is he did he incite them? Did he did he do that? Did he did he get them there? I mean, is the is the uh, uh, the court going to be notified about that? I mean, that's that's the dangerous area that we're in. And I see. just to sort of take it back more historically. You know, I was, I've been thinking about this, and you know, we've we've had presidential elections that have taken place during times of war. Um, you know, we had Abraham Lincoln had to face a re-election campaign. Uh, we had uh, FDR face a re-election campaign during times of war, and there is a real danger when you begin to say that that person cannot speak. I'm, I'm, I really am a First Amendment purist. I know you I are. I do understand that there has, to be, there, there has to be limits 
on on people engaging in in direct threats to people. Um, but I do think that the moment that we begin to draw these lines, and especially in a case like Trump, you're going to have at least 25 percent of the people that are going to uh, suspect that what you're doing is politically motivated, maybe even 50 percent of the people. So, I mean, that's a real danger in this case. I mean, that's that's also part of the problem with, uh, you know, these prosecutions right now as, as the man's running for office now, you know. He, he, he was he, he let it be known that he was going to run for office, yet then all of a sudden these prosecutions um, um, start coming down the pike. You, whether or not they're justifiable or not, I mean, that waits to be seen. But um, Well, sure. Look, the, 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 and Ted, we all know the attorney general in New York ran on a campaign platform of I'm going to get Trump. Correct. Democrats came out and Correct. said, yay, go get him. Whether it's judicial or whether it's political they just wanted her to go and get them and they don't care if she breaks the law or whatever you know um I, i'm also thinking about this in in terms of the picture he put out there of judge and goren's uh staff member shaking hands hanging right. out smiling with uh, chuck schumer now that seems to be the kind of thing that uh this this judge chutkin would call him on and yet that seems fair enough. He's not calling for any violence or anything like that. He's saying, why look at here? Uh, and Gorin gives all his money to Democrats. And here's his, uh, well, I guess, chief of staff or staff member uh, palling around with uh, one of his political enemies, opponents, you know, Chuck Schumer, and, and paints that picture. Would that fall under violation of this gag order? So that that would, um, and 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 the reason why, and I think Judge Chutkin probably um, was 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 aware of that 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 what had happened on that. I mean, the the main issue on this is that, you know, court staff are really off limits as far as it goes. I mean, you, you going going out there and 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 posting pictures of of the court staff and everything. Um, every judge is going to protect. Their yeah, staff. every judge is very folks. protective of court staff. Yeah, I, I know that. Yeah. Yes. So, but look, ultimately, if you have a basis to say, wait a second, I don't think I'm getting a fair shake here, you can file, you know, a a, a motion for recusal against the against the judge and say, look, I I really do believe. That your staff is too, you know, uh, too friendly with uh, people that are my political adversaries. Um, uh, whether or not that that wins, yeah. you know, is it's they, they they have an old old statement that if you, that if you aim for the king, you better hit. Um, and so the, <laughs> yeah. the 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 recusal. And of course, if if Trump were to say that, of course he would probably be uh, found threatening the judge. But the, it's an old line that says, you know, you 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 better know that you're going to win a recusal motion because otherwise you're facing an angry judge throughout. Okay, so Ted, uh, last question to you. Um... Which side do you think you could defend more successfully, the uh, in favor of or against this gag order? I think it's against this gag order. I think it is. I think it's going to go up to the Supreme Court. I think we're going to see a situation here. Um, first of all, I don't know if it's going to come by virtue of, 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 of the flopping that I described or if it's going to be just the direct challenge, and it, the, the, the Supremes may wait for a direct challenge. But um, I really do think that uh, fighting back on this gag order because it's it's just such a Swiss cheese order. I, I understand the judge is trying to trying to call it down the middle. 
um, and she's got a hard job to do. But um, you don't I, think, I think so? Think you, you don't think she's being partisan then, huh? Uh, look, my my view on it is that uh, a federal judge is 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 sitting there. They're appointed. They 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 you know they of course they carry political beliefs with them and 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 that sort of thing. But um, my view is that a lot of judges look back on it and say, I, I do take my oath very very seriously to def- to uh, protect and defend the Constitution. That's right. But but not every judge is a Mary Ellen Norieka. Not every one of them is. That's correct. <laughs> that's, yeah. So that's 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 kind of like a, a a Homer statement, you know. If you're you're here in Delaware, you you get to know of some of these people. Uh, Delaware Attorney Ted Kittle, a member of the bar in Delaware, New York, D.C. And we've been talking about uh, Judge uh, Chutkin's unprecedented gag order on uh, Trump. So I really appreciate you being here and and sharing your knowledge. You know, having um, worked before. The, federal judges often, and, uh, and your opinion is, uh, is highly regarded in this room, if nowhere else. Thank you, Rick. If nowhere else, Thank Ted. You. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll send you the bill, Rick. That's okay. Yeah, so yeah, there you yeah. go. Another one for me to ignore. Great. All exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Good to talk with you, my friend. You too. All right. Take care, Ted. By the way, Ted has also worked in a lot of pro bono cases for people in the civil rights area, and uh, that's, uh, that's kind of like how I got to know him a, a few years ago.